Welcome to podcast number 206 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. Today's podcast is entitled Introduction to Business. Now, that's a little different from what I've been teaching because in the prior podcast, I have been doing various series on the topics of prayer and miracles and the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit and on prosperity and what spiritual prosperity is and financial prosperity is. I've talked about generosity. I've talked about veteran issues. We just covered a lot of topics, but we're going to get into something that's very special in my heart and that has to do with business. So we're going to pray first and invite the Holy Spirit to guide us as we get into this new series. Heavenly Father, I come to you and I ask for your divine intervention. I ask that you would help me as I get into a series that I'm very excited about. Lord, it's something that I've been involved with for so many years, as you well know, and I pray that it would be a blessing to those who are listening in. So I invite the Holy Spirit now to take control and take charge. This series could go in a wonderful direction if I allow the Holy Spirit to lead it. It could also go in a bad direction if I try to take care of it on my own. So I now totally surrender my thoughts and my ideas to the Holy Spirit and ask for your leading. I pray that you would bless it and anoint it, and I pray that those who are listening in would be blessed in a very special way. If they have an interest in starting starting a business or want to improve their business or want to understand more what it is to be a business owner or an entrepreneur, pray that you would bless that and help me to bring that to them. I pray that your word as we read it will come out bold and strong, that it will show the guidance and the direction that we need to take. And I believe this is going to be a blessing to many people listening in. I'll be careful now to give you the praise and the glory for it. For I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a challenge at times. It's going to be in informative. It's going to be very worthwhile. And I hope that any of you who are listening in to this and have a desire to either start your business or to expand your business or whether you should stay in business, whatever it might be, we hope that this teaching will help you. I have a number of lessons, probably maybe anywhere from 15 to 20 podcasts that I feel we'll probably be doing in order to go through all the areas of dealing with business ownership And I believe that God has ordained this. You know, I was a businessman for years. My background was a banker. I did that for 15 years. And from there, my wife and I started a real estate development company. And we ran that for 20 years. And it was a wonderful blessing to us. And I thank God for that. And then right after that, at that time, I felt it was time to get out of business and go into ministry. And my wife and I went into pastoring a church. We started a church. And so I've been blessed to be able to pastor a church for years and run a business and basically experienced so many things in my life and my time as a banker and all the various things that I've done. And I pray that all that will come together and with the anointing of the Holy Spirit, we'll teach a very unique series on how to run a business. And so this is just the introduction today. So we'll get into some very specific topics as these podcasts go from week to week. So like I said, it's going to be fun. So I hope you're ready. You might want to invite your friends and family members to listen to this podcast and I'll give instructions at the end how others can go back and pull this podcast up if they'd like to look at it at a future date. Now, this new podcast series is one that I've been praying about for a long time. My background, as I told you, with banking and real estate development and pastoring, I believe has prepared me to, to do a podcast like this, this type of a series. Whenever I would speak to my church or I'd go to a high school and speak to, to people interested in business or speak at college, I was blessed to be able to speak for six years and teach for six years on, on finance and business in a community college. Whenever I would do that, it was so interesting the number of people who would come up to me at the end of my talk and say, you know, they'd like to get more information. Could they meet with me? And they wanted me to talk with them.
them about how they could start a business or what they could do with the business they currently have, how they could cause it to increase and be more successful. Well, we're going to take all those that training in the past and all those things and the scriptures and just see where God takes this teaching because I believe there's something very special going to take place in this series and I'll be careful to give God the praise and glory for it first. Now, because of all that, I believe I need to focus each and every one of you on helping you to understand what it is to have a business that's led by the Holy Spirit, what it means to be an entrepreneur, how you can become one, and how God desires for those of us who have these desires in our heart. He wants to bless us. God is not ashamed or upset with people wanting to have a business. Matter of fact, Jesus went to business people when he started his ministry. He went to Peter, who had a fishing business, and he asked him to follow him, lay his nets down and follow him. And Peter gave that up. A doctor gave up his profession and followed Jesus. A tax collector gave up his profession and followed Jesus. And later on, the apostle Paul, who was a tent maker, gave up his business in order to follow Jesus. So Jesus has had an experience with people in business. And I believe that God believes that there's the people who are in business can be used to bless the kingdom of God. But before we get into specifics on this, we need to lay a foundation. And that foundation is always found in the word of God. And one of the best scriptures that I can give you that we need to know is found in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 9. It's a powerful scripture that tells us how to lay a foundation to have a business. And I'm going to read that to you right now. New Living Translation, Proverbs chapter 16 and verse number 9. We can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. Now, the reason this is the foundation, because you can't have a business unless you make plans. And we shouldn't have a business as Christians unless we wait on the Lord to direct our steps or give guidance and directions to lead our steps. That doesn't mean we say, I'm going to have a business and we just sit around and say, oh God, speak to me now. I mean, we make our plan and we get our plans organized and we ask for God to determine our steps to guide us and lead us and direct us. And in his word, he shows us how to have the directions that we need to have a successful business that will honor God and bless our family, bless us individually, and bless the kingdom of God. Now, as we go through each podcast, we will have scriptures, several scriptures usually on each one, and that will help keep us on track. That helps us to become dependent upon God and understand what his direction will be for the steps that we need to take. I will be referring to Proverbs chapter 3 from time to time, and I suggest that anyone who has an interest in business ownership or possibly just working with someone else in a business or someday starting your own business that they read and study Proverbs chapter 3. And so let me just read a couple verses there and give you some idea of the kind of instruction that the Lord has for us in dealing with our business. Proverbs chapter 3, I'll just say verse 5, one of my favorites. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not lean on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing to your body and strength to your bones. You see, God has instructions there on everyday life, but also instructions that apply very directly to running and operating a business. Now, let me ask you a few questions that are really vital to business. Here's the first one. Matter of fact, I want to have questions throughout most of these teachings that, and I'll give some answers to them, but I want us to think about these things 
especially if you're thinking about starting your own business. Here's my first question for you. Have you prayed over your business plans? Well, maybe I should even say, have you made a business plan? Have you sat down and planned out your way? And this is what I want to accomplish. These are the goals that I have. This is what I have to offer. And this is what it's going to cost for people for my services, whether it be a service business or a product that you're wanting to sell. Have you prayed over those plans? And in the first place, have you made plans? And I suggest that you pray with someone else. There's just something very powerful about two or more gathering together, the Bible says. We all need to have a prayer partner for whatever we do or any need that we may have in our life. And especially in a business, I think we need to have someone that we can meet with and pray with and ask for guidance and direction. The next question that I need to ask is, why do you want to have a business? Now, some people decide to start a business because they have worked for someone else, you know, in a business that they liked. As a matter of fact, one of the biggest reasons people start a business is because of where they have worked. I think that's amazing because that's what in interest us in getting into business many times is just working for somebody else. As a young man, I had a lot of different jobs. I worked a lot of part-time jobs while I was going through college. I worked for a place that made little uh, desserts, little things that you that they sold at the drive-in movies. I also worked at a place called Seas Candies, which a lot of people know about. I worked at a place called Der Wiener Schnitzel, which was a place that, well, these were all little part-time jobs. They only worked maybe several hours a week at each place, but they were jobs that made me look at what was happening with the uh, businesses and is there anything there that I might find interesting to get involved with. So it's in, it's true that probably the one of the best chances you have of getting inspired about a business is working for someone else. Now some of you know that I was an executive for a major bank for many years. What you may not know is how that happened. Let me just give you a fun story just to kind of lighten this up a little bit. When I was about six or seven years old, my dad took me to the bank. I can remember that day as if it was yesterday. When we walked through the door, I noticed an older, heavy-set man sitting in a big chair behind a huge desk. He was smoking a cigar and he looked very stern. Matter of fact, he even looked scary to me. I I looked at my dad and I said, hey dad, could we talk to him? I'd like to know what he does. And my dad looked at me and he kind of went, shh son, don't. He says, nobody gets to talk to him. He's the bank manager. He's the big boss. He's the most important person there. Now, in those days, the big boss was not very nice. He didn't have to be nice. He was usually difficult to deal with and hard to meet. But you know, when I looked at him, I thought, I want to be the boss. I'd like to be the boss of this bank. That would be kind of fun. And so I thought that would be cool. And my dad and I got to talking about it. And I said, you know, that would be kind of a fun thing to do. But today, you know, when you think about rough people back then, today you can't get by with that. You can't be rough. You can't be look like you're the know-it-all. You can't be stern and look at people and be arrogant to people. We have to be inviting to people. And you can't run a business if you're not going to be cooperative and work with people. It's interesting that the Bible has instructions on the personality that we should have in running a business and of course just living life. It's found in Proverbs chapter 15 verse 13. It's one that you've probably heard before. It's it's really kind of a fun scripture in the New Living Translation. It says here, a glad heart makes a happy face. A broken heart crushes the spirit. So a glad heart. So if we're happy in our heart, we're happy with what we're doing in our business, we should put on a happy face. We should be enjoying what we're doing. God wants us to be blessed in whatever we do. And I know that a lot of people get a business and they kind of endure their business. They just kind of go through the step by step and it's a drudgery to get up in the morning. If that's what you're doing, you probably need to look for something else because you need to find a business that you enjoy. I've often thought as a young man, I thought, 
you know, why do people go to work and do work that they don't enjoy? And I always wanted to do something that I would enjoy and that I would look forward to. Well, let me finish my little story. Now, let me go back about that, that gruff old man in the bank. Remember, I told my dad, I said, you know, I'd like to be the boss here someday. Well, let me just give you an update on that. It's kind of interesting. By the way, uh, approximately 17 years after I saw that stern banker, I was hired by that same bank and I was promoted to be the bank operations officer or the boss in that same bank, that very same building. And I wound up sitting in a chair near where that guy used to sit because by that time his chair was all worn out. And of course he had probably retired by then. But isn't that interesting? Just the thought that was planted in my heart is something that I wanted to do and it came to pass in my life. And what's interesting, the reason I got into banking is because when I came back from Vietnam, from the military, I served in the army and my wife and I settled back down in Phoenix. She was working for a bank and she said, you make a good banker. And I said, man, I don't think I want to do that. I, I said, but I told her a little story about the, the old grumpy old man. And she said, well, you should go apply at the bank. So I did. And I wound up working at a bank. So I guess you could say my wife helped me get my job, my first job at the bank that I work for. Now let's get back to your situation and uh, talk about your questions. Back to your questions for why you would like to have a business. Why do you want to have a business. I guess that's the most basic question we should ask. Why in the world do you want to have a business? Have you weighed the cost? Have you looked at what it's going to take to run that business? And it's, it's interesting that the business may sound fun, but the business itself, the product you make or what you sell or the service that you have is not necessarily the most important part of your business. Many times I've, when I was a banker, I would talk to doctors who spent 10 years in school just to become a doctor and they wanted to practice over people, but they were not prepared to run a business. So I would have to teach them how to run a business and all they wanted to do was help people and cure people and and minister to people and treat them. And yet he found, they found out that in many cases, a lot of their job had to do with how to run a business. So let me ask that question. Why do you, now I'm asking you that question, want to have a business? As a banker or pastor, I would often talk to people who wanted to start a business. It happened quite frequently because they knew of my background. When I asked them why, they would say they want to make more money or be the boss. These are great reasons. I mean, they're good answers. There's nothing wrong with wanting to make more money and to be the boss. However, there are other more important reasons. First, has God called you to do that business? Second, do you have a mentor, someone who can help you and take you through that business? Third, have you done or are you doing all the due diligence that's required to start, to run, to finance, and to manage the business? There's a lot that has to go into it and you've got to say to yourself, why do I want the business and do I understand everything that's involved in getting into a business? So I suggest staying with me on this series on businesses. These podcasts will go into various teachings on how to handle all the issues that we'll face in dealing with a business. Now, throughout this series, we will address a list of things we need to do to run a successful business. Here are a few of the topics I plan to cover. If you are married, do you have an agreement between each other that this is the best way to earn a living? Will the business bless your marriage, your home, and your family? Or will this business become the controlling force in your marriage and family? It's important, you know, for married people to understand that the business is going to involve both of you. Now, many times people say, well, no, it's not. I'm just going to start 
start a business. I'm going to start a, say a guy says, I want to start a business to fix cars, to start up a garage. And that's not going to affect my family. And then they turn around and they work six and seven days a week and they work 14 and 16 and 18 hours a day. And yes, that becomes a very negative impact on their family. So married couples, make sure that you're in agreement that you shouldn't do anything unless you know that you're both in agreement and you understand the challenges you will face when owning a business. Here's another question. Do you have a plan for success? Now, a lot of people say, well, of course I have a plan for success. I wouldn't be doing the business if I didn't have a plan for success. But in reality, what I mean by a plan for success is you start with a step-by-step approach to having the funds available to be successful, to have the financing available to help carry you through the business, to have the support you need from your family or your friends or those people who are going to do business with you. And there's a there's just a plethora of topics we need to understand before we move forward to have a successful business. You will not have a successful business unless you have a successful plan. And then as the word of God tells us, you pray and seek God for him help you taking through the steps in your plan. Let me make a couple comments about a plan. A plan examines the good and bad things that you will face. A plan is critical for any business to succeed. God's word offers explanations on how to deal with pressure, how to borrow money, whether we should have partners or not, and if we have partners, the kind of people that they should be. So we'll get into all that in upcoming podcasts, but it's important we understand that a plan is critical. I've said that over and over in this podcast because I think a lot of people just go into business, no plan, just I like it, this is what I want to do. They figure out a way to get started. Next thing you know, they're lost and confused and running into a lot of difficulties they had not planned for. Here's a couple more questions and they'll be short and sweet because I need to start wrapping this particular podcast up. Have you counted the cost of having a business? Now, I don't mean the financial cost, just the money cost. I'm referring to the cost or the impact on your family, your health, whether you have recreational desires that you want, your church participation, and your entire life. Those are the costs associated with having a business. And have you counted them up? Have you looked at why businesses fail and why they succeed. I plan to do a podcast on those two topics, why a business is successful and why businesses fail. So we'll get into that in upcoming podcasts. Do you have a backup plan if your business does not work out? Now, it doesn't mean that you're planning to fail. A backup plan doesn't mean that you're planning to fail. A backup plan is something that will give your family comfort and security and shows that you are a person who is preparing for what's going to take Take place in your desire to run a business. Now, earlier in this podcast, I suggested that you read Proverbs chapter 3 and study it. And I think that's crucial. Matter of fact, I feel so strong about it. I think that because this is the first podcast in the series on having a business, I'm going to look at that scripture for a little bit. Let's look and see what it says. Because without Proverbs 3, we're going to get into a lot of problems. Proverbs 3 applies to life in general. But let's look at it, how it applies in dealing with directions for business. So I'm going to go back now to Proverbs chapter 3 and I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation. Verse number one, my child, never forget the things I have taught you. Well, that's certainly crucial. And that's a comment that the the person who wrote this proverb, probably Solomon, said that we need to have trust in God. That's why he's entitled this particular chapter. But he says, never forget the things I have taught you. And it says, store my commands in your heart. God wants us to store what he has commanded us to do 
And if you do this, it says in verse 2, you will live many years. Well, that's nice. Many years is good. Good health and good business and good prosperity. You want to live many years and your life will be satisfying. So therefore, if you have a business, remember, we've got to store up in our heart and in our mind the word of God and the commandments or the direction that he's given us. One of the commandments would be, love the Lord thy God with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul, right? Another commandment would be not to covet what other people have. Another commandment would be to to worship the Lord and, and go seek the Lord in church and through the word of God and understand that everything that he has planned for us is planned to bless us. So keep these things in our heart. Verse three, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. So if you're going to have a business, be loyal to your customers, be loyal to your family, be loyal to your church. And it says in kindness, never let it leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder, write them deep within your heart. The only way we can do that is to pray, seek God's word, and spend time following God's instructions for how to run a business. Verse four, then you will find favor with both God and people. You see, if you want to have a successful business, we must earn favor with people. Verse four says, then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Well, the word reputation is crucial to a business. You know, my son owns a business and he it's a swimming pool company that he's involved with. He own, He's the owner of it. And one of the things he's always concerned about is people's responses if they give him evaluation. And if someone says something negative about his business, it it affects him. You can just see the look on his face. He's going, I got to correct that. I got to be sure that that's right. And he makes sure that it's corrected and everything is fine. And when I was a banker, one of the things we had to have was a good reputation. In business, when you have a business, we want to have a good reputation that people will trust in us. And all that comes about if we simply, what? Store God's commands in our heart. And if we live our lives for God and we are loyal to him and we are kind to people and we tie them around our neck and we write them deep within our heart, it says, then we'll find favor with both God and people and we'll have a good reputation. So the reputation comes from good service, love of God, and following the directions that God gives us in his word. And then this is, of course, the one I read earlier, which is one of the more important ones dealing in having a business. It says in verse five, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. You know, in teaching this podcast, I have to be careful that I don't lean on my own understanding. Because of my experience, because of the years in banking, the years in business, and the years in pastoring, I can just kind of, I could make a big mistake and be kind of flippant about it and just kind of casual about it and not pray about these podcasts and not really write any notes down or get scriptures and just kind of talk to you. Well, that would be wrong. That would be completely wrong because I would be depending on my own understanding. So in order for me to be able to teach you this, we've got to understand that all of us have to trust in the Lord with all of our heart and not depend on our own understanding. If you want to have a successful business, you got to trust God first. And then don't think, well, I got this, I got this covered and just do it the way you want to do it. No, we need to trust God and we need to plan our ways and ask him to direct our steps. Verse six, seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Where we go. I said earlier that God will show you which path to take. It says to seek his will. So when we have a business, we've got to learn how to
how to seek the will of God. We got to know if we want to expand our business, is this what God wants us to do? Is this something that God is will be pleased with? Is this something that'll rob us from what we should be doing with our family and our church and with our friends and, and relatives? Or will this business rob us from all that and cause us to spend more time in work and more effort in work and will not be able to do the things that God wants us to do? So you can see, I've only gone six verses in this particular chapter, and you can see all the instructions and directions that God has given us for our life and for running a business. Verse number seven, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Once again, instructions on how to run a good business. Don't be impressed with yourself. Don't be impressed and say, well, I got this. I got this covered. I know how to handle this. I've been doing this for years, so I can do this. No, we need to seek help and guidance and direction. That's why I mentioned earlier that we all need a mentor in our business. We need someone who's been through the rope, so to speak. We need to have someone that we can trust and have confidence in to pray with and ask for guidance and direction in our business. And don't be impressed with what we think we know. In verse 8, it says, then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. So if we do these things, if we have wisdom, we have guidance, if we trust God, if we seek his will and we follow him, then God will bless our business. And verse number nine, and that's the last one I'm going to read in this in this podcast today. Verse number nine, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part, every, everything that you produce. You know, if we don't honor God in our business, he will not bless it. I believe that. It's a strong statement, but it's very true. This scripture tells us to honor the Lord with your wealth. Whatever we make, whatever we get out of business, the finances that we get, the success that we have, we should honor God with that and with the best part of everything that you produce. I got to read one more verse, I guess. I kind of thought I'd finish with nine, but when I looked at 10, I need to read this to make this complete. Then he will fill your barns with grain and your vats will overflow with good wine. Now, what's that saying? Back in those days, they didn't have checking accounts. They didn't have savings accounts. They didn't have stocks and bonds. So let's apply that to then he will fill our, our bank account with the money that we need to operate our business and our vats will overflow. Our our containers will overflow. We'll have, we'll have all that we need and even more than we need to operate a successful business. So this podcast is just laying the groundwork or the foundation, I should say, to have a successful business. In future podcasts, we'll be talking about understanding how to structure business, how banks can help a business, how borrowing can be successful and borrowing can be a problem for you, how employees and whether you should even have employees in a business or not. Just because you have a business doesn't mean you have to have employees. You can just hire those that you need for specific things and then pay them a fee and only use them when you need them. I'm going to talk about controlling overhead and how overhead has robbed and beaten up so many businesses in in my life as a banker. I saw that constantly as people were increasing their overhead. We're going to talk about that just increased sales doesn't mean you're going to have increased profits. You can see I've got a lot of things to talk about. So I need to wrap this one up today and need to pray that God will bless it and God will help us as we go through this whole new series of podcasts on owning and operating a Christian business. And I believe the Lord will be blessed as we do that. Father, bless those who are listening in today. I thank you for the opportunity I've had to teach this. Lord, thank you for guiding me and taking me through what scriptures need to be read. And thank you for helping me get this first introduction out. I pray now that you would bless those who are listening in, that they would be in this for the long haul, that they would call their friends or family members and tell them there's a pastor, a businessman, a man who's run a business and been successful, who's going to be talking about 
how to run a Christian business. And I just pray, Lord, that they will call them and encourage people to listen in. I pray that these podcasts will be a blessing, that people would prosper in all things and be in good health, even as their soul prospers, Lord. That people would learn the the instructions that God has given us in his word about how to live life and how to have a successful business. I thank you for it now, and I'll be careful to give you the praise and glory for the results. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, if you'd like to hear more about what Quality Christian Living has to offer in our podcast teachings, you can go to my webpage. It's found at davidcfriendauthor.com. And when you get there and pull up my cover page, you'll see a link to all the podcasts that I've done. And even though this series is on business, we've just completed a series of teachings on faith and on prosperity and on abundant living and overcoming living. And we've talked about miracles and faith for miracles. We've talked about understanding what it is to walk in the gifts of the Spirit and operate in those gifts. Just a huge number of podcasts. This is the 206th one. So there's a big collection there of topics that you can look at. In addition to that, on my webpage, you'll see a reference to a number of the books that I've written. I've got a book entitled Generosity, What's in it for me, dealing with the topic of generosity. Another one entitled Experience the Joy of Debt-Free Living. There's another book dealing with faith, and it's entitled Receive Everything from What We Call Nothing. And so there's a number of issues there that might be helpful to you. If you would like to subscribe to my podcast, you can do that by going to cpnshows.com or wherever you listen to your podcast. Well, we're in this series now, and I'm looking forward to the next one. With God willing, the title of my next podcast will be Business, Marriage, and Family. We're going to talk about the issues of how businesses impact marriage and how they impact a family, and that can be very positive, but it can also be something that we need to be very careful with. So with that, I'm just going to believe that God is going to use these teachings to help you, and I'm really excited about them. I've tried to control myself a little bit in this podcast, but I'm very, very excited about the potential that we have here to help people understand what it is to own and operate a wonderful Christian business. As a matter of fact, I'm doing a small booklet entitled The Art of the Fair Deal. This is for business people and when they're negotiating contracts and negotiating business and that we need to understand that we should always have fair deals. That means businesses should be good for both people. If I sell a product, people that buy it should get a good product at a good price. It should be beneficial to them. If I sell a good service, then my service, I should receive a good fee for that service, but I should also provide a service that will bless that person and they'll be blessed for us. If I sell someone a piece of land, then I should win or I should gain a profit from that sale. And when they buy that property and do what they're going to do with it, then they should gain a profit for that sale. I believe that both sides should win when we do negotiating. And it's something that we'll probably talk on and have a subject that we'll deal with in dealing with business negotiations. So with that, let me just close this out by offering this thought to you. May the Lord bless you and keep you May his face shine upon you. May he be gracious to you and he may give you peace. May you prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. So until next time, I pray that God will richly bless you. And as we go into this series on businesses, I pray that the desires of your heart will be met and you'll give him all the glory for it. Thank you once again for listening in to Quality Christian Living. God bless you.